This episode of the Rock in a Hard Place podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com. Use the code HARDPLACE and get 33% off your order and help this podcast raise a little cash. That's tweakedaudio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Rock in a Hard Place podcast. My name is Chris Cooner. Joining me to my, what is this, my left? No, I guess according to the live stream, you're on my right or my left. Well, he's right there. His name's Paul Gibson. Hey, Chris, what's going on, man? Uh, apparently too much. My brain is about to explode. It's about to explode? Yes, it's yeah. about to explode. It's about to explode. There yeah, is, uh, there is this kind of a it's a, it's a cloudy day here in sunny California, which is a bit disappointing. Um, mm. But at the same time, I'm hoping that it rains because that's yeah. one of those things that we kind of really need. Uh, yeah. We have not had much up here in NorCal. Southern California is doing way worse than we are. So you know, I may complain about not having rain, but SoCal. They are, like, desperate, absolutely desperate. And I hear there's people that are still, like, watering their lawns and doing all this stuff. It's like, um, have you not heard about this whole, you know, drought kind of thing, people? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't well, know. Well, uh, rub it in, but it rained last night here quite a bit. So, sorry. Uh, you look um, like you're very deeply punched like pondering what i just said well at at for a second or two your audio kind of disappeared but i still heard what you said oh well that's never fun no Oh, okay no so i i caught you it's just that like was just the wondering if that horrible thing was going to happen more <laughs> yes it was like okay we've just started the show and now you're gone oh you're back oh you're gone uh okay yeah oh thank you matt <laughs> matt says it's sunny and blue skies in uh colorado <laughs> so and kirk says they're three inches above normal kirk ship it to us i saw a great yeah. uh i saw a great picture the other day uh on facebook i think it was where somebody had printed out a note and stuck it in their mailbox and their mailbox was like you could just see the top of the mailbox outside of the snow and it said california we found your water Please come get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that was very nice. Um, Had a cool interview this last week with um, Josh Clifton from the band Raven Hill. Nice. And uh, so we did uh, we did Raven Hill's new album, Soul for the Broken Record. And I just got a copy of it. So I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I need to listen to it because uh, do you remember when we did that uh, songwriter session with Tyler Edwards, where it was just Tyler and I chatting about stuff? Um, Well, Josh has agreed to come on with me and do another episode of that. Uh, so we're going to record that, I think, on Monday night. I may kick on the live stream so people can watch live if they want to, but it's going to be at like 6 o'clock my time, which is like 8 o'clock Kirk's time and 9 o'clock Tom's time. Um, so 
It's going to be kind of late for some people, but uh, if you want to uh, hop into the live stream, maybe ask some questions or something like that, you are, uh, y'all are more than welcome to come by. Uh, so that is going to be on Monday the 23rd, just in case there's people that are listening to this after the 23rd. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. He was a lot of fun to interview, and I found out, Paul, mm. we were talking uh, off air uh, before the interview and you know he was telling me he uh does a podcast himself and oh yeah i mentioned this to you and you said yeah i told you about that i i didn't remember <laughs> uh but it's called the young blood music podcast and it's uh it's him talking to all kinds of different people uh he's got an episode from a few weeks ago where he gets to interview uh maddie mullins from memphis mayfire yeah that was a fantastic episode so i would seriously encourage you to go check out young blood music podcast uh it's available in itunes and um i think on stitcher as well check it out subscribe it's a really good show and they like us are really kind of um particular about their audio quality so they all use like high quality microphones and and everything like that so he's He's a lot like us when it comes to how he wants his podcast to sound. But the interview with him and Maddie Mullins is really good. They cover all kinds of stuff. And honestly, it, it felt like an episode that you and I could have done together. The, just some of the content, the way that they talked with each other. And uh, it was nice because Maddie, I guess, lives like five miles away from Josh. So he was able to drive to Josh's house and sit in the studio. And they were able to sit and talk <laughs> that way. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I don't know. I've only gotten a chance, I think, to listen to the one episode uh, of of that show, of the podcast. And that was one with uh, Jeremy Spring on there from Abandoned Kansas. Oh, okay. Uh, But at least on some of them, they also have Davey Basinger in as kind of a co-host. Right. And uh, David Curtis, the lead singer from Run Kid Run. Okay on there a good bit as well so it's kind of an interesting little subtle star-studded event the only thing that i don't like so much is that you kind of have like most casts where there's more than two people you have to slowly get yourself in the groove of knowing who's talking because you know it's very awkward for people to be like hey this is david speaking now here's my question (laughs) well and so the other weird part was the 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 last episode that they recorded uh was actually josh and and his brother who are both in raven hill together they are seven years difference uh there's there's seven years difference between them but he and his brother sound a lot alike. Oh, yeah. So when one of them is talking and telling a story, you know, you have to wait to see if they reference the brother so that you know <laughs> who it is that's actually talking. <laughs> that's funny. So it was very uh, it was very entertaining in that regard. And, and there's a, a girl, I can't think of her name right now, but I guess she works with Davey at Slow Speak. Oh, and okay, yeah. She was in there. Um, she was the photographer who did the cover art for Soul, Raven Hill's latest album. Um, Is her name Rebecca? It might have been. I'm not sure. Okay. She's the one who ends up conducting the uh, the quote unquote interview because the whole episode is about Raven Hill, and he felt it would right. be kind of awkward for him to just sit and talk about his own band. So they bring her in to kind of help with that whole interviewer interviewee kind of vibe going on. Yeah. Well, so sense. yeah, it was, it was really interesting. I, I definitely got a kick out of uh, listening to it. Um, 
Uh, last name is St. James. No, it wasn't Rebecca St. James. She did not have an Australian accent. Yeah. So. No, the only reason I, I guess that is because the last time I dealt with slow speak as far as getting an interview set up, the person who handled that, her name was Rebecca. Yeah, I don't think it was the same. It, this this girl, you know, I could probably look it up if I really wanted to take the time to do it. That's but okay. it's it's not worth it. But uh, she talks yeah. about working side by side with Davey on different album covers. And, and I guess she takes a lot of photos, does a lot of the kind of what... Um, Ryan Clark from Demon Hunter does, you know, doing a lot oh, of, okay, a lot of layouts and that kind of stuff. stuff. Yeah, layouts and, and choosing art or taking pictures to make the art, whichever the case may be. Okay. So um, I want to apologize for last week's audio. Uh, we were we were running a little bit hot and oh. uh, on the on the show. And so there is some if you download the episode, there is uh, some phasing and fuzzing on the uh, on the top end. It's it didn't clip. It just it ended up overdriving. So it oh. didn't sound as good. There was nothing I could do about it in post. You know, I could make it quieter, but you're still going to get that fuzz on the outside. So uh, I did a lot of testing this morning, and we're we're right where we need to be as far as the overall audio sound is concerned. So this episode should sound a lot better, providing Paul's internet holds out. Which right now you're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think I think maybe the wife noticed that that she heard me, and then she's like, "Okay, I need to turn off Netflix." So oh, just put in a DVD. It's just as good. What a disc? A what disc? Is this disc yes. thing? What is this disc thing you're talking about? Um, well, one thing we it didn't only talk has about. One thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> one thing we didn't talk about last week. We'd mentioned we might, but I guess Sony is back in the uh, cassette tape manufacturing. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. It's so so weird. So does that mean Steve Taylor is now on the cutting edge? <laughs> Again. Again. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I don't think so. I mean, the whole deal with this thing is it's funny because everyone's immediate reaction to it was cassette tape, audio, 70s and 80s, right. you know, the defunct stuff coming back. And really, that's not what they're going for. It, it really has a lot more to do with um, has a lot more to do with data backup. So it's going to be like a data tape. And mind you, you could put music on there, but I find it somewhat unlikely that they're going to be marketing this as a, oh, put this deck in your car. Right. You can buy one cassette tape and fit like, all of your friends' music libraries of all time onto this well, one cassette tape. And the article that you sent me was, Sony's new tape holds X terabytes. Goodbye, iPod. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, it's like, I don't see that really being the case, but okay. Yeah, exactly. Good luck with uh, good luck with killing off that product. I don't think that's going to... If anybody's going to kill off the iPod, it's going to be Apple <laughs> by coming right. up with something different. Right. Yeah, um, supposedly, it can hold 64,750,000 songs. Which is amazing. Yes, but there's one cassette tape. There's two problems I have with cassette tape in this particular discussion. Okay. Right. Number one... The user interface is terrible. Oh, yeah. Because the ability to be able to scan through and find exactly what you want to listen to has never been easy. Now, I know towards the end of Cassette's life, they were coming out with smarter um, players to where you could hit play and then fast forward, and it would you would hear a little bit of the song playing like chipmunk style. And then when it got to the silence, it would pop 
the fast forward yeah. up so that you could play the next track. Right. Um, yeah. You know, but when you're talking about digital media and, and things, unless you put this into something and it's got some kind of a display to where it can have a table of contents and you can select off of that and the tape, you know, spins forward, whatever. I just don't see the user interface as being really good. Not only that, but the magnetic media that tape is and uses does not last long. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, this whole thing is very weird. I mean, we're, they're really wanting to use it as like big business data backup systems is really what they're doing. And I don't know why they're wasting their time with this either, but, but this is what I find funny. It holds 148 gigabytes per square inch. So for the whole tape, that's 185 terabytes. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely crazy yeah kirk says i can listen to my entire music collection in order yeah <laughs> uh, uh, uh. so I, that's kind of where the, those you know those are the issues that i have with sony's new cassette tape i mean it's great that they were able to figure this out and all that and their scientists yeah. feel like they had something that they needed to get accomplished by doing this um i just i don't see it going anywhere no I don't. um I mean, vinyl is retro and kind of gaining traction again. But it's really simplistic. I mean, yeah. mind you, the manufacturing process is kind of ridiculous. Well, if and you if you want to listen to the next watch, but still. you want to listen to the next track, you lift up the, you know, you lift up the yeah. arm and you move it over a little bit and you drop it down again. <laughs> right. You know, it's not like you got to play. Nope. Zzz, play. Okay, yeah. nope. Zzz, play. And I mean, you think about how many terabytes of music you could have on there. That's going to be a lot of fast forwarding. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fast forwarding. <laughs> so there you go. The latest in technology brought to you right here on the Rock in a Hard Place podcast. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, let's talk. Um, hmm, let's see. What what do we want to do, Paul? Let's you know what? Let's play. Let's play Tom's other or Tom's. Why do I keep doing that? Let's play Kirk's other stuff. It's kind of an interesting uh, episode this week. So let's play that. Meanwhile, right. at the Hall of Justice. Audio Drillin's new album. But, oh, he's not in audio anymore. OK, cool. DC Talks knew he, they didn't get back together. Got it. Kevin Max's new album, Broken Temples, has been highly anticipated since its announcement late last year. Overall, the album has been well worth that hype. The album is a mix of songs he had written for the follow-up to Audio A's Kings and Queens, Audio A rejects, remixes, and new material. While that mix does come together a bit eclectically, I still found the album to be cohesive overall and quite enjoyable. This is probably his least experimental and most commercially viable album in years. Even with that said, most of the songs are too progressive for contemporary Christian radio, but not rocking enough for rock radio. So while it may not get great radio play, it is a solid synth pop rock album. We were young. 
If you have had your doubts about Max's solo material in the past, I suggest you give Broken Temples a listen. It may just win you back. This has been Captain Kirk with The Other Stuff for the Rock and the Hard Place podcast. Awesome, Kirk. Thank you very much. Um, I I have not taken the time to listen to that album yet, so I don't know anything about it um, other than it's Kevin Max. <laughs> so, right. You know, mm-hmm. that's all I've got. Um, I've heard there are a lot of people that like it, but, yeah. uh, you know, I haven't heard uh, I haven't heard a tremendous amount of stuff other than uh, other than that. So we'll just kind of see what happens. Uh, let's dive into some news newsy news um okay but amberlin um Mm -hmm. i thought they were done amberlin is done but (laughs) they still have uh their music (laughs) as being put out by a record label who can still make some money off of it So, uh, although Amberlynn officially called it quits last year, you can relive their live show with a recording of a farewell recording with a recording of a farewell recording of Never Take Friendships Personal. The track listing is exactly the same as the original 2005 album, so it's safe to assume that the band played it all the way through. You can pre-order the album in several packages via Tooth & Nail Records. Unfortunately, there's no DVDs included in this release, and it'll be available on May 5th of this year. All of this, of course, is according to uh, Indivision Music, so we thank them for being our news source. Yeah, you're... (sighs) Anne Berlin, I wish I was a bigger fan. (laughs) I kind of do, too. I like their stuff, but at the same time, I've never, like... I don't know. I think I've been one of those people who just didn't get it. You know, it's like, I'm like, I like it, but I don't, I have a hard time understanding why they were as big of a deal as they were. Right. See, and that's okay. So we're going back to some previous conversations we have, but that's kind of how I feel about the Beatles and (laughs) U2. Right. You know, I just, I I can enjoy some of their stuff, but I, I, I don't care to own a ton of their albums. Right. So, you know, Kirk says he's looking forward to it, which is good. And I'm sure there's a ton of people that are, I mean, I went and saw Emberlin play live, but only because I was there to see Switchfoot. <laughs> Honesty. <laughs> it hurts. So, you know, I, I mean, I, that's, it's fine. I, I, it's not like I will flip the radio to a different dial when they come on. See, I had to Especially catch, since it would be your station. Well, typically. <laughs> I had to catch myself there. I almost said something uh, inappropriate. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm not the one who's going to rush out and buy their, uh, buy their latest album, which is good because they're not making them anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. See? Think of all the money I'm saving. <laughs> right. Uh, good news for fans of Lacey Sturm. She is working on some new music with what I consider kind of an unlikely pairing. You think so? Yeah. Corey Cooper from Skillet. So according to her Facebook page, Lacey Sturm, uh, ex Flyleaf, in case anyone was, was wondering, is working on two yeah. new songs with Corey Cooper of Skillet and her husband, Josh. Cor- uh, not sure. Corey's husband, Josh. Lacey's husband, Josh. 
Right. Uh, feel like forever and impossible is 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 not right. Person. Right. Right. Corey's husband is he's he's uh, John, John from Skillet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. Feels like feel like forever and impossible have not been released yet, but you can listen to a preview of the vocal track if you go to Indivision Music and click on the link. Lacey is looking at releasing a solo album this year, presumably with these songs and another one called Believe on it. I think Believe may be the one that was released on that compilation that was uh, very CCM-ish. Yeah. It was still good. Yeah, no, I agree. I enjoy listening to Lacey sing. You know, we've talked yeah. before about her uh, her song for the Billy Graham thing called uh, The Mercy Tree, which I thought was phenomenal. Um, it, you know, in my opinion, if more worship songs were like that, I could be much more into them. Um, yeah. you know, I thought she did a great job and she's got such a unique vocal, um, that it's, it's really, uh, it's really been interesting. Uh, let's see the devil wears pro. Whoa, it's moving. <laughs> I'm trying to read and Paul's pushing it down the page. I'm like the devil wears pro. <laughs> Please, please don't do that anymore. Uh, the Devil Wears Prada announces a new EP and loses another founding member. Um, very disappointing. Uh, their statement is fans, friends, and listeners. At the end of October, upon completing our run of shows in Mexico, Chris decided that it was time to stay home and be with his wife and daughter. While losing a founding member might seem to be a bumpy transition to announce, we find ourselves terrifically proud and enthused to continue moving forward with touring and writing new material. The upcoming Space EP is a testament to what we're capable of and the always truthful fact that The Devil Wears Prada is a collective collaboration rather than any single member or component. We're happy to say that parting ways with Chris couldn't have been more amicable we understand and wish him the very best at being with his family. In the meantime, our good friend Kyle is playing with us, a fine gentleman and excellent guitarist who helped out tremendously in the making of Space EP. The Zombie 5 tour is off to a fantastic start, and we look forward to seeing all of you at an upcoming show. Peace, Mike and the Pradas. The Pradas. Yes. It's uh, it's funny to me how a screamo band can pull off such eloquence in their writing. Yes. You know, I mean, used using words like enthused. Uh, That's not that hard of a word. It's not. But, you know, it's not something you would expect to hear from a screamo band. <laughs> they. They have growly vocals. They must have a bad vocabulary. That's right. <laughs> Can you say vocabulary? <laughs> say it with me now. Vocabulary. <laughs> oh, Can you my say goodness. enthused? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to dog on them. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be uplifting towards them. I would assume you guys would be stupid, but you're not. <laughs> I think you are taking me seriously out of context, Mr. Paul. I think I'm just taking you seriously. It's a good thing that we're friends or else I'd hang up this phone right now or Skype 
called? Something. Electrical phone, internet device. I'd make it so me no talking to you. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Let's see here. We've only got a little bit of news left, so let's take a quick break and uh, let's do... uh, Let's do Tom's review. We finally got another review from Tom. So, uh, finally. yeah, finally. Guy's been sick with the flu. I don't know why he's had excuses about it. Uh, we got a cool new uh, screen to show during oh. Tom's review uh, that Ooh. Kirk made us, and it is really nice looking. So thank you, Kirk. I appreciate all your work on that. But uh, here, let's check this out. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. <laughs> And a hard place. New, new, new music. Two thousand thirteen marked a new beginning for Canadian pop rock band Hawk Nelson. With the departure of original vocalist Jason Dunn, longtime member Jonathan Steingard took over the lead vocal duties. With that came a new sound and a distant departure of the sound that made them so popular in the first place. While Maid sported a more pop CCM style sound, Diamonds is somewhat of a growth and departure from that sound. Personally, I couldn't handle much of Maid. To be honest, at the time, I hadn't listened to much of Hawk Nelson since Smile, It's the End of the World. Maid did nothing to make me want to come back to Hawk and left me skeptical of Hawk's newest album, Diamonds. Now, to my surprise, Diamonds isn't exactly a diamond, but it is on a different level than Maid. I'll explain. Diamonds hits it off with the title track, something similar to the likes of what Leagues or New Empire offer. This immediately triggered a reaction for me that this album is not made part two. I knew this album was going to be better just by hearing this song itself. The overall song concept is well executed, unfortunately filled with some copy-paste verses, but comes together quite well in the end. A memorable song otherwise to lead off the album. Drops in the Ocean has this big chorus feeling that Imagine Dragons or One Republic pull off so well. Again, a bit in the copy-paste lyric department, but another musically solid song that is all about how vast the love of God is. God has forgiven us more than the number of drops in the ocean. A great hook and a solid message will leave you humming this song long after you've heard it. One of my personal favorites, Sold Out, has an almost Maroon 5 vibe going on. Hawk's positive and uplifting lyrics continue on this track, reaffirming believers to not be ashamed of the gospel and to remain sold out to Christ no matter what they come up against in life. Easily the catchiest chorus I have heard this year in the all-pop genre, which just drives the point of the song home even more effectively. Thank God for Something was a song I was really skeptical about, and again to my surprise, I loved it. Aside from the somewhat cringeworthy 1, 2, 3, 4, Count My Blessings part, this song is driven home and many songs carry something you can remember. If you are looking for a great song to sing along with and shout out your thankfulness to God, well why not do it to a song you actually enjoy, like Thank God for Something. Diamonds is a huge improvement over the somewhat juvenile and mediocre Made. Honestly, it feels like Made was the album where the band was trying to find a sound they were comfortable with, having a new lead singer and all. Diamonds is growth from their previous venture, and I think they found their niche. Made was a mix of accessible, smooth-worthy CCM songs and some less-than-memorable alt-pop songs. Diamond's songs are better written and executed altogether. If you're new to the Christian music scene and you like or liked Imagine Dragons, Maroon 5, One Republic, 
or Owl City, then I think I can safely assume that this new Hawk Nelson album will be a great addition to your music collection. While struggling in the lyrical department from time to time, and not really pushing any musical boundaries, Diamonds is a highly enjoyable trek. It is still well executed on most fronts. I recommend Hawk Nelson Diamonds, giving it a score of a strong 4 out of 5 rocks, and thank God for Diamonds. Alright, <laughs> sorry about the uh, weird audio <laughs> there in the middle. Uh, I was trying to uh, do some stuff off camera while you guys were distracted, and I accidentally hit the wrong button. So, uh, yeah. Okay, two two things. One, I, I love the new music review uh, photo that, that Kirk made for us. Thank you, Kirk. Secondly, I oh man, the new Hot Nelson record, I wanted to like it. I really did. <laughs> what about it? Did but, you not find appealing? Oh my goodness! Everything. It, well, it it felt like, and this is nothing. I'm gonna feel terrible. I I I I was so like uh, immediately caught off guard by the fact that that was the album that was being reviewed that I totally forgot uh, Tom's replacement's name. Jay Myers. Jay Jay, I love you, dude. And um, please, I, I'm going to try my best to say this without. S- trying to say anything bad about you because you're you're i'm sure you're a fantastic fellow and this is obviously just majorly a a different in musical taste but man i miss jason dunn so much um (laughs) it feels like any sense of grit has just been lost from hawk nelson and, and and like okay my wife is very much into pop right i mean she's not a rock person i mean she did like disciple for a very short amount of time but that was about as heavy a taste as she ever had Mm -hmm. and uh you know she did like some old hawk nelson stuff i played just a couple of tracks from her and she was like well i see what the our church is going to be singing here in about six months to a year wow And, and what you have to know about this is our church picks like the most odd random like praise and worship songs i've never heard anywhere else that usually i don't think are very good mm-hmm. um and yeah and then i was like oh i was like you haven't heard anything yet and then i played the one two three four counting my blessings part and she just looked at me and goes you're kidding this made a record that someone (laughs) put out like on purpose ouch and i was like yeah (laughs) ouch i was trying i was gonna see if i could find a sound clip of it and i've got the song up but i don't know for sure that i've got it but i'm gonna take a chance and see if this works just because i for people who haven't heard it you're going to think that somehow we're joking about this song lyric that it's real so i hope that this is the right part if not i may skip around just a teensy bit but okay. i'm gonna see if this works here we go Admit that I forget the oh my gosh wow that's deep <laughs> i know <laughs> and, and 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 here's the thing you know, Chris and I are both fans of Family Force Five, who has some songs that are anything but deep. They have songs that right. are about absolutely, totally nothing. Right. They're nil. They are they are at at exactly zero on a spiritual plane. There's nothing there. But they're upfront about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll tell you. Yeah, this song has no spiritual significance whatsoever. We just wanted to have fun. Exactly. But I heard that I was like, so is this like a precursor to like kids bop for? christian music oh because i could i mean i'm sorry i could so hear like a kid's chorus singing that song yeah i don't know i i wanted like it so bad and there are some tracks that 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 as jay pointed out do kind of have that one republic imagine dragons uh bit to them but i think where where those bands seem to work a little bit better it's for me 
I somehow find it easier to swallow when stuff is of that vein that has some sort of an interesting lyric to it mm-hmm. as opposed to where it's like we're putting worship music to the style of Imagine Dragons. Right. So I don't know. I, I, I'm sure they're really great guys. I don't think they're in it for a money grab. I really don't. Um, and they've had some member lineup changes even since Jason left. Uh, so there's like one original member and then John Steingart and then they have two new members. And, you know, the, the album is what it is. If you're a really big fan of, of other bands that are kind of in their same general field in the Christian market, I'm sure you'll think it's fine. But yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where I just have a hard time listening to it without thinking, man, the first like, you know, the, all the other records with Jason Dunn, while some of them were maybe a tad fluffy, were so much better. Right. Um, you, you need to, to look at the chat window. Oh, I'm not even going to acknowledge that, but close. <laughs> All right. So, Matt, kind of. That's about kind the best of. answer we can give you at this moment. So those of you that are listening to the audio podcast, uh, you, you really need to come hang out in the chat room sometime. Uh, well, if you want to buy that album and check it out, why not do it with a brand new pair of headphones? If anything could make it sound better. (laughs) Our uh, good friends over at Tweaked Audio have uh, a bunch of different headphones that you can check out. Seven different styles, seven different colors. Uh, The best part about it, though, I think is free shipping and a lifetime warranty on the headphone. Uh, and you, uh, it's, it's from what Kirk says, it's very easy to get your warranty replacements. So, uh, they definitely have that going for them. And then, um, if you use the code hard place, all one word, hard place, we get, uh, a, a portion of the percent of the sale, a portion of the sale, and you get a 33% discount. We all come out ahead. Yes, exactly. So if you're looking for a new pair of headphones that you want to just like throw in your gym bag that you want to be able to, to roughhouse with instead of using your uh, your Beats uh, headphones for going to the gym, afraid somebody's going to mug you and, and want to, you know, bust your face in to steal your $500 headphones. Um, and your uh, Oakland Raiders jacket. And your Raiders jackets, exactly. Uh, you know, then check out tweakedaudio.com. Give them a listen. I think that you will appreciate what you hear. And they have uh, all kinds of different price ranges. So, you know, um, be sure to and check bundle that out. deals. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And actually, uh, Tim apparently bought a pair of Beats this last week, Paul. So uh, was that his uh, <laughs> was that his welcome the baby gift? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'd sent him a thank you note and just said, hey, thanks for, for buying him. He goes, well, I've been intending to for a while, but I figure now was a good time. And I'm thinking, yeah, he's going to wear those at night so that he doesn't have to hear the new baby cry. Yeah. You know, so that uh, the wife will have to get up. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we do want to say congratulations to Tim and his wife, Stephanie. They had a bouncing baby boy last week. Uh, and mom yeah. and baby are doing great. Lots of lack of sleep has been had. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, Hey, if you're the praying kind, say a prayer for them as they transition into this new role. This is, uh, Tim's first time being a dad to a baby. His wife had a, uh, I think she was 10 or 11 when they got married from a, a previous marriage. And, uh, so he's used to having an almost teenager, but now he's at the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> 
So, you know, think about it. Uh, if you if you think about it, say a prayer for uh, for Tim and his wife, Stephanie. So uh, my guess is he's probably napping right now. That's why he's not here in the chat room with us. Yeah. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> you sleep when the baby sleeps because that's the only time you're going to get any sleep. Right. Uh, yeah. Hey, let's do uh, let's do the song blender, Paul. All right. We can do that. I'm all about that. As soon as I get my uh, soundboard pulled up. Aha! Here Aha! So, let's see here. So, if we're doing the song blender, then that means we should... The Rock in a Hard Place podcast presents... The Song Blender. Okie dokie then, ladies and gents. It is time for The Song Blender! And that means that we're going to take a song, and we're going to take a small portion, usually 10 seconds or less, and then we're going to flip it around backwards. We're going to change the pitch of it in one direction or another, and torture Chris with it until he screams for mercy or gets it right, which unfortunately has been the norm because he's just that awesome. Yeah, well, so. you have not been easy on me, just so that you know. It is not it's not like I've guessed it instantly every time. So don't don't no. think that you're don't think that you're doing me any favors or, or whatever. <laughs> I'm having to work for it. Ah, so this may be true. Okay, so here we go. We're going to see if Chris gets this. Once again, it's backwards. The pitch has been changed, and we're going to see how he does. Here we go. That's all you get. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Um... I don't know. Please play it again. Okay, here <laughs> Thank we go. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? <sighs> See, what's sad, though, is I think once I, once I take the pitch bend off of it, you're going to get it very quickly. I want to say 21 pilots, but I don't think that's right. No, but then again, you probably have the news document up, too, and you're probably staring at the 21 pilots entry. <clears throat> All right, play it in its current form one more time. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know. Yes, the song Blender. It's kind of like the musical version of waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and uh, undo the, the pitch bend, and let's see okay. if I can get it off of that. Okay. Prepare for Chris to get this one very quickly. Here oh, we go. Geez. Yeah, I'm still... Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I am still do, uh Do you want do you want an informational hint or do you want to go just exclusively off the sound? No, I it's I feel like getting a hint is kind of cheating. Okay. okay. Play it again. Okay. <laughs> Without the pitch bend. Right. All right. Here we go. Man, it is not sounding familiar to me at all. This is going to be one of those aha moments. You're going to you're going to tell me who it is or whatever. I'm going to go, "Go, oh, yes, that's right." 
Yeah. So I wonder, does anyone like uh, yeah, anyone, let's, out let's, of the two people who are in the chat room, does anyone have any guesses? Well, there's three point? people in the chat room, but yeah, let's are? let's see if any of them have a guess. I'm fine with that. It's it doesn't even sound familiar. While we're waiting on the chat room to pipe up, play it one more time, Paul. Okay, all right, here we go. I'm actually a little surprised because the song itself, at least the part that I picked, is part of the chorus. It's kind of simple, and I'm surprised that the simplicity of it kind of makes it sound backwards. It just sounds a lot more convoluted than the simplicity of it forwards. Uh, Matt says no clue, and Kirk says no clue. Aaron's the only one left who hasn't uh, piped in yet. Mm. It's not KJ, is it? No. Wow. Uh, Kirk says that German band. That does sound a bit German, doesn't it? <laughs> I I don't know. I am going to officially say that you have stumped me this week, Paul. Wow. And I was not expecting this one to be that one at all. Uh, Aaron says no idea either. So I think you have officially stumped the entire chat room. Uh, uh, this this feels kind of good. I'm not going <laughs> to. You get a revel Why? in this. <laughs> Okay, so so forwards, nothing but just a short clip, and all of you guys are going to go, oh, here we go. <laughs> Curse you, Paul Gibson! <laughs> but see, I mean, it's funny because they're not really that much words. A pox on you and your family. <laughs> So yes, wow. that is that is on fire uh, from POD. Uh, wow. And see, the informational hint I was going to give you was that it was a single that got released, be- like in between labels or like on one label, but then got re-released a slightly different version when they got actually come on another label. Yeah, that wouldn't have given me anything. Like that wouldn't have told me much because that happens, you know, sometimes a lot. But I I don't know. That's just that's wow wow. Good job, dude. You got me. You got me. Oh, my goodness. Well, speaking of 21 Pilots, which we were when I thought it was 21 Pilots, uh, apparently they have a new single, and they've got an album coming out called Blurry Face. Yeah, Blurry Face. What, I'm uh, a, such a big fan of these guys. I'm I'm really stoked that they're making such a big splash. And, of course, I think I've mistakenly said it wrong before, but their original drummer was a former member of House of Heroes. Their current drummer is not. Okay. Uh, but, you know, when they first got started, it was like that. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, and it's hard to say. I don't know that much about where they stand on the whole, you know, faith-based thing. But, um, you know, at least they started out kind of in that in that realm. And I don't know. I mean, they still get a lot of coverage and a lot of play on on the Christian stations uh, that, that handle this genre. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just excited about it. But uh, we've got a clip from their new music video, uh, which is uh, for their first single, which I've not been able to grab yet from anywhere, but it's called Fairly Locals. And it's really catchy. And I watched it once and I was walking around singing the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we actually have a video clip. We're going to play that right now. This is 21 Pilots with Fairly Local.
But I shouldn't do, I will They say I'm emotional What I wanna save, I'll kill Is that who I truly am? I truly don't have a chance Tomorrow I'll keep a beat And repeat yesterday's dance Yo, this song will never be on the radio Even if I click with a pick and the people with a vote It's a few, the proud and the emotional Yo, you, bulletproof and black like a funeral The world around us is burning but we're so cold It's a few, the proud and the emotional I'm feeling local All right, that was 21 Pilots with their song, Fairly Local. It sounds really good. That clip that we just all heard together was all that I've heard of the song, and now I want to go buy the entire album. Right. (laughs) So I know, they have just such an odd... Like, everything about them is different. I mean, it's two guys. They're... They have this weird melding of rhythmic vocals mm-hmm. with singing, and yet they manage to do that differently than anyone else who does rhythmic vocals and singing. Right. Right. It's just so odd. So but strange, but really good. Oh, yeah. You know, really, really good. So that's definitely something to uh, take into account there when you're looking at buying that album. Tim just popped in. He must have woken up, heard us talking about him, and decided to pop by. <laughs> His so, ears is burning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, welcome, Tim. Glad you were able to uh, to pop in and say hello. We hope that hello. life with the new little one is going well. Uh, let's see. Back to the news items that we was talking about. Uh, let me see here. Beartooth gets tapped for the Vans Warped Tour. Uh, so the Summer Warp Tour, uh, they're going to be playing uh, ba- with bands of faith like 68, Being as an Ocean, Family Force 5, Fit for a King, and Icon for Hire. I don't know that I would call Icon for Hire a band of faith. Well, anyway. Uh, I'm the one who wrote that part. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. I rewrote it a little bit. Bands yeah, of you know. faith. Yeah. Uh, so well, for the 2015. Bands that, that, that Christians know about and, yes. and it claim to some extent. Yes. Understood. Not a problem at all. So uh, if you have an opportunity to check out the Vans Warped Tour, I would encourage you to go. Uh, I know Dustin from Broken FM went last year and had a blast. Uh, Mm -hmm. Was exceedingly tired when he came home. (laughs) So So, uh, we will hope that... uh, that they get uh, something going on there and uh, and everybody has a good time at the Warped Tour. Let's see. Me Without You signs to run for cover records and uh, they said expect an LP this summer. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Mm-hmm. We like Me Without You. They are uh, a unique band to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of those bands that very few people are like, ah, me without you, they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's 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 funny. It it seems they are one of those bands kind of like Neon Horse to where either you really like them or you yeah. don't. There's not a lot of people that that are kind of in the middle with them. Yeah. So, it's just it's it's weird to have a band like that, but Neon Horse is the same way. You either really like them or you don't normally and uh and and so there you go. Yeah, I hear you there. So anyway, so we can look forward to that. Apparently, it's supposed to kind of um, highlight the different sounds that they've had throughout their career because their first album was a little bit more angsty and desperate sounding. And then they kind of leveled out to a slightly more accessible sound right. uh, later on. And they said it kind of touches on a lot of that different 
different sounds and, and kind of should have a little bit of something for a fan of any era. So uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. It's going to be their sixth LP. Yeah. Wow. Uh, incredible follow-up to 2013's 10 Stories. Uh, carefully focused and personal album that spans the band's impressive career from the frightened intensity of... I, they, I think they said... That, I think the title is actually Catch For Us, The Foxes. Not catch us for the foxes. Probably. Uh, yeah. A to B, life, uh, and the subdued and urgent 10 stories. So lots of different albums out there, lots of different sounds. Um, <clears throat> Tim got to see them a few years ago, and he thought it was their farewell tour. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, then. Very interesting. Nope. But apparently, they are still going strong. Uh, Bleach, Davey Basinger, we were talking about him earlier today, and it appears that they're going to be performing live with Five Iron Frenzy, House of Heroes, and My Epic this August at the Murray Hill Theater in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, apparently it's like their 20th anniversary tour. Oh, okay. Our, our show, show, not gotcha. anniversary. Gotcha, tour. Yeah. Of the venue. Very nice. So, yeah, so the venue's been around for 20 years, and so they're doing this big show of, I guess, some of the favorite acts that have come through there. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would so go to that show if I lived anywhere near Florida. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> well, that's I was glad we got to see Bleach at Joshua Fest a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah. it was very, very entertaining to watch Davey kind of jump back into the lead singer role uh and just having a good time running around on the stage and being all crazy and uh i think he went to bed right after the show was over with because it's been a long time since he's done any of that kind of stuff right <laughs> so but uh no a lot of fun kirk is saying why is uh bleach still around <laughs> wow kirk tell us how you really feel <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I was never a huge Bleach fan, but I did like their song Epidermis Girl. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that one as well. Now, they are one of those bands that, uh, I mean, Davey's vocal delivery, I think, changed a lot. I think from that first album, Space, that had Epidermis Girl on it, I think that, that towards the end, his vocals got a little bit, uh, I don't know, a little more soothing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, he, he was never a screamer or anything, but he definitely had kind of almost that uh, Billy Corgan-esque kind of style delivery. Um, so, I mean, you, you know, I I don't know, Kirk. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm no, I was never a giant fan when they were, like, really big. I was kind of like, ah, it's Bleach, eh, you know. Yeah. But and then after the fact, I started listening to some of their later stuff. I'm like, oh, this is, I kind of like this. Like, Super Good Feeling, I think, is a cool song. And, you know, some of their other stuff I thought was, was really fun. But um, I don't know. There's a bunch of bands from that era that I did not like in the moment. Uh I just totally lost the other one that I was going to say that kind of fell into that same category. Cosmos Express. They're another one of those bands that was in that same kind of ilk and vocal variety and stuff that I was like, at the time I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. Now I go back and listen to it. I'm like, Oh, this was very of its time. And I didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how out of it I was. Yes. So no, that's uh that's funny. Um, you know, like I say, bleach is bleach. There are people that love them, people that don't. Uh, Kirk says they were never terrible, but for me, they got worse as their career went on. Oh, Ooh. well, then never mind. Well, okay then. <laughs> okay then. Uh, let's see. You know, speaking of bleach and epidermis girl, that that reminds me of all of those uh, wow compilations. 
Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. And uh, new release Tuesday, I think. Well, I don't know if they've put it together or if it's someone else has put it together, but there is a new WoW, like, pop. Party hits. Party <laughs> hits. Party hits. That's, uh, I need to, I, I need to look this up. Because, yeah, I got it up here. Oh, wow do you? Party Hits 2015. There's even a deluxe edition. Oh, has 36 my. tracks on Okay, there. run down who is on this Party Edition. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this is who you are supposed to party to, people. I'm Well, is this... Is, well, I'm pretty sure this is the right one. But it doesn't list anything as actually being remixes. Hang on. Oh, no, this is not it. This is a different one, but still, see, there are way too many of these. Yeah, that's exactly right. When you can't um, find the right wow, you know you got a problem. Let me see. Maybe it's like wow dance or something like that. It is it is really ridiculous. But, well, I can. Um, I need to find the, did I save the email or did I toss it? Uh, oh, yeah, because I should have that one, too. Yeah, because that's where I was going to go off it was, was off the email, follow the link to, to go check it out. Aha! Aha! I found it. it Sandy, Patty, wow. Carmen, and second chapter of Axe. That's who Kirk is talking about right now in the chat room. <laughs> Here it is. Party Hits. A WoW Hits Party Mix Deluxe Edition. There okay. Is. I found it. This is... Some of the stuff I've actually heard is pretty good. But the fact that you've got remixes of bands like Francesca Bottastelli, uh... <laughs> Um, let's see here. Chris Tomlin, Casting Crowns, 10th Avenue North, uh, Big Daddy Weave, Love and okay. the Outcome. Um, some of these I kind of could see being cool. Like Brandon Heath, I, like, I'm sorry. I've always kind of liked Brandon Heath to a certain degree. I could see his stuff being remixable. Um, but then you got stuff like Matt Mayer, like the, all of these very big deal worship groups i'm like i don't see this being remixable right but then you've got stuff like lecrae and and andy minio uh doing background and gavi uh remix that i could see that being very cool um and wait then who did you say family- andy who gavi who'd you G- say before that G- say what who did you say before that uh it's lecrae and andy minio say with me minio thank you oh Sorry, <laughs> I missed the cue on that one entirely. <laughs> I've been waiting so long to use it. And there's been no Andy Minio news. <laughs> Stay with me, Minio. See, I had to. Oh, got to throw it out there. OK, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. So, Keep going. <laughs> so there's 18 tracks on there. I mean, you've got stuff that makes kind of sense. And then other stuff. I mean, I just don't get it. I mean, there's uh, there's probably maybe a tenth of these songs that I, I really, truly think are worth remixing. And the other ones, I'm just <laughs> sitting there going, this just sounds painful. Right. Well, it's Matt Wheeler says, think I'll pass. Yeah, I you know, I will probably do the same. But this is one of those things that, well, I see, I don't even think my wife would go for something like this. This is along those same lines of of more than she could typically want to handle of uh of any of this kind of stuff or here you go um a remix of because he lives by crowder featuring bill gaither who would have ever thought there would be a gaither anything remix yeah that's well gaither's i guess they're putting out new stuff we just did a new song uh last week in church that uh, i think had a 2015 copyright code on it from the gaithers Uh 
So, well, they are. I I made the mistake of looking at the sound scan um, for just Christian music in general for album sales. Right. And the Gaithers are in there. And there you go. I grew up on the Gaithers. No hate towards the Gaithers. Right. They, they write solid worship music. They always have. They're old as anything. And they're not. <laughs> it's weird to think of them as being relevant enough to be in like the top 10 selling Christian <coughs> album. Right. Oh, wow. Anyway, but there's two discs of this stuff. Um, there's also stuff by Britt Nicole, Group One Crew, stuff like that I can kind of see. Um, Colton Dixon, a uh, switchfoot is on there. There's also a remix of that. They lifted straight from the remix EP by skillet, but the Legion of doom remix of hero by skillet is on there, which isn't uh, terrible. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, there's a remix of let it be love by family force five that I would be curious to hear. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on there. There's 36 songs total. And like I said, about one out of every 10 of them on there, I'm kind of interested in. And the rest of them, I'm just like, eh. Eh, Not so much. Now, you know, we poke a lot of fun. We realize that there's a lot of people out there that love this style of music. And you know what? As long as you're filling your head with stuff that's not all sex, drugs, and, and, you know, that kind of stuff, then, yeah, sex, drugs, and money, then great. If this is what you want to listen to, by all means, go buy it. Enjoy it. We're just, it's not our thing, so we like to pick on it because it's not our thing. Just a little bit. Just a dad. Well, I mean, we, part of it is just because I, I just have a hard time imagining what a remix of some of this stuff would sound like. Yeah. I wonder, maybe I should see if Tim can get a hold of any of the guys at New Release Tuesday and, and send it to us, or if they have like a download link to where we could listen to it and uh, just see what some of this stuff sounds like. I mean, when you talk about remixes, you know, is, is it the whole, like, seriously, they're going for the alt dubstep kind of vibe to it I, I mean i would guess that that's the case i mean i would down i i would expect that it would have at least an electronic feel to it yeah it's supposed to be party music i mean if they just like remixed it slightly differently than you know if it was that kind of remix i don't think it would necessarily come across as party but just like again. add a new drum track or something instead of Right. All the other, <laughs> all the other stuff. Oh my goodness! Well, I don't know. You, you're you're welcome to go check it out, investigate it if you want. You know, Paul and I sound like we're harshing on it big time. We're we're not. We're just not huge fans. That's all. Yeah. So uh, you know, do what you got to do. <laughs> See, and this is funny because somebody somebody already wrote a review of it and says since 1995, Wow has been the place to go to find all the best hits in Christian music. With annual releases, the series produces a compilation album of the greatest songs music has to offer. For the first time ever, Wow's party hit mix is a track listing uh, is tra- is tackling. Oh, there we go. Is tackling the world of remixes. The collection is broken up into two discs, including 36 reinvented tracks, 17 of them being brand new. While being introduced to over two hours of new music. Uh, you're bound to find some absolute gems as well as some that fall a bit short of expectations. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, what's the name of the album again? It is Wow Hits Party Mix Deluxe Edition. I don't see how that's a party. <laughs> I couldn't resist. You want to go to a rave? There's going to be lots of Chris Tomlin and Matt Mayer remixes. <laughs> I don't see how that's a party. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever thought about this? I mean, just wait on it. It'll blow your mind. Bill Gaither, dubstep. (laughs) 
I don't see how that's a party. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Big Daddy Wee being remixed by somebody like Capital Kings. Come on now. Come on. Let's get nuts. <laughs> it is kind of sad because, you know, I'm starting to see what my friends of mine in junior high and high school thought when I was like, man, this Christian metal album is awesome. You know, because I think the exact same thing is being said about the people who are like, man, I didn't know that I liked electronic music until I found track 17 <laughs> on the Wow Hits Party Mix Deluxe Edition, which is ever found God of the Impossible remix. I mean, I, I am bad so feeling mad. about this. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man aaron says he headbangs to chris tomlin at his parties <laughs> that's right <laughs> oh my all right i think we've beaten that horse long enough but uh you know when you've got a sound clip that is perfect for exactly what's going on you have no choice but to play it you have absolutely no choice but to play it so well guys i think that is going to do it for this episode of the rock and a hard place podcast we uh we want to say thank you to our sponsors at um, Tweaked Audio mm-hmm. for being willing to come alongside of this podcast. And just a reminder, if you buy headphones and use the code HARDPLACE, you'll get a discount off of your purchase. Uh, 33% off, exactly. And uh, you help us raise money for this little podcast here as well. Uh, not only that, if you like what we do and you perceive what we do as having some kind of a value to you we would like to encourage you to check out our patreon page at patreon.com slash r n a h p uh patreon is a place where you can go and you subscribe basically to donate money to us you can set it up for a monthly amount uh, you can be as little as, uh, I think, a nickel or a penny or something like that, or you can go five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. They'll automatically withdraw it every month, and that money goes to help Paul and I continue to improve this podcast. Uh, we will keep the podcast free to download. We're not going to charge for any episodes, anything along those lines. Um, but the little bit of money helps out. Oh, holy smokes. <laughs> I blew that one just about, didn't I? sorry i didn't mean to derail you no that's okay that's okay i saw the pouty face and i was like what is paul doing i don't understand i completely (laughs) i completely forgot about paul's noise trade picks so we'll finish talking about patreon we'll do paul's noise trade picks and then we'll leave and i'm sorry to tack it on at the end like that paul i i didn't mean (laughs) to my brain is just like i'm i'm going i'm moving let's move it let's go let's go get on get her done Uh, so yeah, <laughs> patreon.com go and support us. If you want it, like I said, it helps keep the podcast, uh, up to date. It allows us to buy any equipment that we need or uh, web hosting is kind of what we're pushing for right now to, uh, to get ourselves a, a real true live web page up and running and, and hosting service and all of that taken care of. Uh, so that's kind of what we're shooting for at the moment. So, uh, patreon.com slash R N A H P. We appreciate the two sponsors that we currently have. We are very grateful for their patronage and uh, are super stoked to maybe grab some other folks to come alongside and just continue to help us do what we do. Yeah, you're all right, Paul. Noise trade picks that I completely tried to gloss over. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, real quick, it was actually kind of a sparse, a sparse week for me because I had to dig. And one of them is actually an older one that there's a minor possibility that I've done before. So if I have, I apologize. Uh, but the first one comes from the band Laws. And it's kind of that kind of electronic, but not danceable electronic music. It kind of falls into that like alternative electronic sound like M83 or something like that. Uh, and they have an EP out. Uh, that's on Noise Trade that you should check out. And this is a song from it called Golden Gate. And I hope you like it. So there you go. That is Laws with Golden Gate, and I like it. It's fun. It's only, I think, like a three-song EP, so it's not very long at all, but uh, well worth the effort to go and download it for free. I mean, come on. So you should check that out. And speaking of remixes and electronic music and whatnot, uh, also Drum Music, which, of course, is the electronic, uh, sometimes rhythmic imprint of Dream Records, has put up a six-song sampler on Noisetrade.com, which has... Uh, let's see, has two songs from David Thuline or Tuline, one from Jonathan Tuline and two from Matthew Parker. And then one that's a remix of a Laughlin song. And I'm actually going to play you the Laughlin remix because as far as I know, that's the only place you can grab that one unless it's on the wow party hits a deluxe edition stuff. But uh, I don't remember seeing it anyway. It's called hold on small one. I think it's an interesting reinterpretation. I think Laughlin's one of those kind of, pop rock bands that's actually pretty bearable um so i like it anyway so we're gonna play a clip for you and here it is when the storms they come and all your hope is gone you've got to So there you go, the Unicron remix of Laughlin's Hold On Small One, which you can grab on the drum sampler. And if you're of that ilk and you haven't downloaded it yet, you should definitely download the B-sides to uh, from Matthew Parker. Great record. Uh, for being free and on noise trade and being B-sides, a lot of them are instrumental and are perfect to jam as you're going down the road or play it at a at a rave or a party or something and it's just ah, just good stuff and one of the my favorite tracks of his is actually on the uh, drum sampler as well called mousetrap that mm. you should check out cool good deal mm-hmm. all righty well thank you everyone for coming and hanging out with us today and uh, or tonight depending on what time of day you happen to be listening to this uh, episode i know uh, some people listen in the morning on their way to work other people listen while they're at work so whatever you're doing thanks Appreciate your time, most definitely. Paul? Yeah, here. Thanks for hanging out with me, dude. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Yes, yes, very much so. And the days come closer for your little one to be arriving in the world. Oh, my goodness. We're, like, sitting right at about a month now. So it's it's crazy fast coming. (laughs) I know so many people that are either uh, having just had a baby or are pregnant. We've got a, uh, a small Bible study group that meets on Tuesdays, and I think... 
two out of the three, two out of or three out of like the five women are pregnant. Two of them just had babies like a couple of months ago. It's like there's something in the water or something. I don't know. It's it's <laughs> it's a bit on the crazy side with uh, with all of that. So keep some everybody's uh, busy with children either coming or arriving or having arrived, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, Tim, you know, and his wife having theirs. It's uh, just a lot of baby stuff going on, which is not good for me because we just got a puppy because my yeah. wife said either a puppy or a baby. And I said puppies are easy. Right. You know, Um, well, that puppy's not going to be a puppy much longer. So I'm kind of fearing what the next uh, (laughs) Ah, ah, what the next thing is. So uh, next time she says it, say, how about a sea monkey? Yeah, there you go. I like that idea. I like that idea. (laughs) Well, I think that that is going to do it for us. So uh, I will just say this. I am Chris Cooner. And I be Paul Gibson. And uh, we are so thankful for you hanging out with us. We will definitely see you next week.